Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Colin. No, you're not. I'm Brent. No, I'm Brent. Who's oh, Brent? He's what? Brent. Well, this is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. Get away from her, you. Please, please get away from you, bitch. Oh. <gasps> Cue the theme song. Oh, dear Lord Jesus, this ain't happening, man. This can't be happening, man. This isn't happening. We're coming in. Roger. He's coming in. I feel safe for all We're on express elevator to hell. Going down. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. What the hell are we supposed to use, man? Harsh language? Get away from her, you bitch! All right, we're going to talk about Aliens, the sequel to uh, the Ridley Scott Alien. Uh, Aliens done by Jimmy Jim Jim Cameron in 1986. Um, usually makes a list of uh, best sequels, um, and it went in a completely different direction than the original. So it also doesn't really feel like yeah, it doesn't feel like a sequel. It almost feels like feels a separate movie. Um, it really does because it is a different. It's not a horror thriller drama. It's it like is an a action, action yeah action horror. I guess would I'd be. say action thriller. Yeah, I guess it's not. It is kind of horror-y, but it's scary. Basically, we uh, have uh, Ripley who has traveled uh, a little over seventy years while drifting in cryo sleep and is picked up close to earth i actually think in space and uh but then as they do some investigations and discover that uh the planet that she was on lv426 b i don't know yeah lvlb something like that that. um they've lost uh contact with some colonists that they had sent there so ripley knows what's up takes to uh, takes to telling them what they can expect to face and they send in her with a compliment of space marines the marines in the spirits of uh, talking about how we look at movies differently watch hold up because uh, we've talked about that in the past because uh, I've seen this movie a million times yeah and I watched it for hold up just because I was really excited because I was like I get to watch aliens again and uh, I did notice at the beginning of the movie, um, how she uh, she's in bed and uh, what's his name comes in. Who's that guy who used to be on that TV show? He's the villain. Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser comes in and tells her, uh, "Mad about you, <clears throat> mad about you." He says uh, she was uh, she was lost for fifty seven years, and he tells her some other details about what happened. And then she goes into convulsions, and the alien comes out of her chest, and then she wakes up, and it and it was all a dream. I feel like that scene should have just ended with him saying fifty seven years. Because her waking up then, it almost feels like all of that was a dream, which mm. doesn't really make any sense. And it almost paused me for a minute. I was like, wait a second. Was she or wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, I was like, so that was all true though, right? And then secondly, I feel like the alien coming out of her chest in the dream was way too soon. Mm. Like you're setting up the story the first 12 minutes. Like you don't need it. Plus she talks about going to therapy. She wakes up with cold sweats. She, she, he comes in and talks to her about how fucked up she is. She doesn't want to go. So I don't really feel like you even needed to have that in the beginning of the movie. Does it not, though, like give you that one look back to the original, like that they there have, are chest bursts? It doesn't actually burst one, out; it's just kind of pushing. And they have that. They have they have the woman on hanging on the wall, and it yeah, comes out that's, of chest later. And yeah, that's, that's, more that's when shit gets up. real. But I mean, right away, I, th- I agree with John because it did kind of like it. It brought me back into it right away. Do you know what I mean? Like that happening kind of was like, 
I'm zipped right back into the alien world and I feel a, ready for the ride. It's a good it's a good way of establishing what she's afraid of, but it's too soon. And also by cutting it off as a dream sequence, it seems like everything that happened was a dream. So it doesn't make any sense from a writing standpoint. Yeah. To give information and then say, oh, it was all a dream, but that was real information. What? Yeah, no, that, that no part. no fucking sense. That part, I agree. You're left questioning It's things, really but... the only thing that I, I, after watching it so many times, that I thought was a fundamental flaw in the writing. Yeah. So do you want to call it? <laughs> I don't want to call it, but I, I just say at, right at the beginning of the movie, I feel like there's a weird false start. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah. It just was very confusing that I never noticed that before. It's just because once again, I've seen this movie so much and never really picked up on that, that glaring weird error. There's some, um, some other, um, so there is a, a aliens extended version and normally I hate extended versions. There's a few little things, which you did can, you watch extended version? Um, sure. Yeah. Um, I've, I've seen the extended version. I didn't watch it this most recent time, oh. but, um, Basically, when they're debriefing Ripley uh, on everything, they spend a bit more time looking at the photos of the old characters from the original ship, which ties things together pretty well. Um, they also have a moment to show that Ripley's daughter um, is dead now because Ripley had a daughter she left behind. They don't really pay a lot of mind to that in the in the first movie, definitely, and in the second one. They only mention it to maybe show that Ripley's in a bit more turmoil, but it doesn't really have a, a place. You don't really end up caring about that. I remember seeing what you're talking about now <laughs> because I think she's sitting on a park bench beside like a wilderness, fake wilderness that's right, hologram yeah. on the wall. And then and then someone comes in and talks to her about they found out what happened to her daughter. Yeah. She died in some earthquake or something. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? None of that was needed. No, it wasn't. Actually, um, the extended cut, the only cool part I remember is where they set up those cool guns the motion sensor right yeah i mean that but was also cool. unnecessary for yeah. for what was yeah. going on so yeah. um so you know it, i don't think the extended cut or the director's cut whatever the fuck they call it when directors are like i gotta change my work um not wait, too bad but wait a minute do you mean the set, up. the set when they put those turrets in the hallway that's only in the yeah extended? that wasn't in the well, original when oh, it, really? When it shows them setting them up and then it shows them going off because i actually haven't seen this movie a ton Oh yeah. Um, so I didn't know that that because that's the version I watched, um, the you, version with the turrets. But I can't say that I didn't. Did you see where they show Newt's family going out to the ship then as well? Uh, Before yeah, you see don't... Newt, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. See, yeah. I, I didn't like any of that. Yeah, it, that was not necessary. The the reason they have director's cuts is because the studio isn't usually in charge of the cut and the time and stuff and the editing, and they have a lot of say. Mm -hmm. And so most of the time, um, the professional aliens, I feel like the studio had a better take on it. And he want directors want to leave a lot of stuff in just because for personal reasons, but not for timing, for structure, for pacing. No. So that, I feel like the, the director's yeah. cut of this one is far worse than the original version. Yeah. Like, like, as you were saying with the turrets and it showing them working, that's, that's cool. But I don't even think in the, in the original cut that they even talked about those turrets or referenced them. It's just, they were hiding behind a door and the aliens bust in through the ceiling because these guys are idiots and didn't have the structural drawings that they needed. Um, but certainly the, the, the Newt's family stuff at the start didn't need it. Cause when you see Newt, she's like almost catatonic when they first run into her. And then she explains that her parents are dead and you're like, okay, I don't care if they were the, like, it was important that they were the ones who discovered the site and were going to salvage it. Like, or that they died in their rooms as the aliens started spreading throughout the facility. I don't give a fuck. 
Yeah, well, who that cares? The mystery is the best. Yes, yeah, the, absolutely. That's the best thing about horror movies or thrillers or anything else is it's always the unknown is the real scariest thing. Yeah. The yeah. minute you show the alien or you show the family or you show what happened mm-hmm. to somebody, and I mean, it might be a terrifying way that you do that, but you do eliminate some of the mystery and some of like the hauntedness of the Totally. Of the and I feel like the first, the, the other than that alien coming out of the chest thing, which does not ruin the beginning of the movie and it's fine, uh, but I feel like the very beginning of this movie is structured really well. Mm-hmm. Ripley doesn't want to go back. She's no, she having the nightmares. Yeah. But then when she has that nightmare, she realizes that she's going to continue to have these nightmares if she doesn't like he deal Burke, with it. Yeah. Burke was being selfish by saying it would be better for her to deal with it. But like just because Burke was being selfish and wanted her to come along, he was actually right mm-hmm. that she did need to face it. Yeah. And so I love when she just calls him and says, you're going out to kill them. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, I'm in. And then he starts to talk and she just fucking hangs yeah, up. That's it. Great scene. And then off we are onto like one of my favorite introductions Talk about great character development. We 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 just had a, we did a movie where there's bad. This movie has great character development with the soldiers, yeah. their personalities. It's all one-liners, like with um, what's his name? Vasquez. Vala- Vasquez. You ever been mistaken for a man? No, have you? <laughs> that was like a weird that, accent. <laughs> you yeah, that was have, have you? <laughs> but with that, but with that one, with that, with the visual of her doing the pull-ups and the short hair, and then mm-hmm. and then her spinning back at him, the venom. You establish her and then another uh, guy who like high fives her right away yeah. mm-hmm. that they're like, you, those two are close. They're like fucking buddies. And yeah. then the one guy's kind of a joker. Hudson and Hicks. And well, so uh, Bill, Bill Paxton Pullman, I fucking do not like him in this movie. You don't what? like Bill Paxton? You don't like Bill Paxton? He's fucking, awesome. Dude, it's just there's something about it that seems to me to be like overacting. Like his. For sure. It just drives me like and maybe it's because he's good but it drives me fucking crazy so this is hysterics like this guy's a fucking hardened soldier how many tours has he been on probably a lot he's with this rest of this group that's pretty hard he's never seen aliens before who gives a fuck he's a giant pussy it takes him two seconds to break i I came over man came (laughs) over he fucking improvised that line great because he's a fucking pussy in real life probably i'm sorry that's probably not true i went way too he died actually uh, Paxton Pullman? Yeah. Paxton's dead, yeah. I can't fucking <laughs> figure out the difference. He died of sur- in surgery. He he was having a surgery and something went bad. Oh, yeah. hey, well, thank you for making me a yeah. giant See, asshole. I think so, the fact that he's so like like that throughout the movie makes his, his death scene is awesome when he's just going crazy in the room and he's shooting. He's like, yeah, come on, come on. Yeah, you want he, some? Oh, you want some too? Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, because he finds his balls in battle. Yeah, and I hate when he dies because I wanted him to live. But So I, I this you? is my yeah. favorite. I felt like he could have been the first death. This is my <laughs> this is my my favorite performance by him, to be honest with you, in like anything. Really? I find that character so memorable and... Yeah, memorable and is I, the right word. And I always his line is memorable. He's yeah. like he's like game over, man, game over. Yeah, that I think maybe it's because uh, he's the pessimist. Yeah, and like if everybody else was gun ho and stuff, that's that's the fucking understatement of the century. But he sticks out. Everyone else is just like we gotta get our shit together, and he's like we're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> you. I guess, Soldier yeah. or not. I like, guess. He's just so panicked throughout. Like, it's so panicked. And I love when she... I love the contrast with Ripley where she's like, you got to get your shit together because we fucking need you. Yeah. And Ripley kind of steps up. So, yeah. It's, she just... The, the, the alien and aliens, like, are such progressive feminist movies yeah I, james cameron does this a lot in terminator 2 is the strong female character and titanic um, 
Yeah. Well, I mean, Titanic's bad, but he tries. <laughs> he tries with a female character. Um, you know what? She's a bitch. I don't know how many times people have said this, but there is plenty of room on that door for fucking Jack. Oh, my God. Oh, like, 100%. it was a huge door. How big's Leo? He's like four foot seven. Yeah. yeah. And he's like skinny. Yeah. He was tiny. She yeah. could have like just pulled him up. She could have shared. Yeah, it's not like it's a Kardashian way to go hanging Rose. off the door. You got tons of room for Wait, him. Yeah. Was, were they thinking it was going to tip? I don't know. <laughs> Fuck that movie. But anyway. <laughs> Ripley's character in this movie starts out as being, you know, very psychologically damaged. Um, she's like willing to work. She's doing the loader thing she's like willing to pull her own weight and she's not going to pull any punches from talking to the dudes and uh fitting in with the marines and all that shit but then they put her in the observer role and just uh, um like you're just a what do you call it uh, not an interpreter you're like subject matter expert. yeah subject matter she's, expert. A she's consultant a she's like a consulting um, alien expert or but something. as soon as shit hits the fan she fucking comes into her own and she's like gorman drops the ball a lieutenant who's like done a couple of simulated drops but never really been in action he drops the ball and she fucking just like drives the the um, that cool transport right into where the aliens are and she's like just pulling shit together. She's badass. She just turns a hundred percent badass. Like totally reliable character. Um, awesome. Ripley's an awesome character, male or female. Like that's just an awesome action lead for a movie like this. I feel like yeah. also having great. if you've seen Alien as well with this movie, even though I said it, they're John was saying they're kind of different movies. That that she uh, in Aliens had to step up and like face face this to survive mm -hmm. so from that experience she's kind of carried it over into this new experience yeah mm -hmm. and she'd be worth it like she'd be the roughneck on the crew like she would have been dealing with those guys those engineers those mechanics like so, so she, I, it wasn't going to take shit from anybody i just feel anyway. like it, it it doesn't it's not it doesn't betray what her no. character was like no, it takes her to the next level because she escaped that scenario because she was resourceful and 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 a bit lucky i guess from the first one but yeah she's um, new she is newt newt well her and newt are the same kind of deal right they're they're both resourceful tough oh, oh true yeah actually all the female characters including vasquez is it vasquez yeah vasquez mm -hmm. she she's a tough tough hardened woman as well who's oh, like she's professional like she like if you're gonna leave me alone it'd be with her yeah i agree to protect me 100 oh yeah so i feel like the female characters in this movie are like really well represented it's true like that is one thing you got to give Cameron credit for I feel like is also Terminator like with uh, John Connor's mom what's her name Sarah Sarah, Sarah. Connor once again those first two movies yeah. um, like women that are not victims women that like step up and will like yep. can like handle themselves and uh, yep. they're not like running and screaming yeah no it's good it's uh, good this, this movie came out in a weird time in the 80s too where action movies because before Aliens and Die Hard in 88 and Lethal Weapon, and I think Lethal Weapon was the same year as this. 88 or 89 or maybe a little bit I before. I think it was yeah. 86. Yeah. And then Indiana Jones and like the very first Indiana Jones. There wasn't really action movies before the 80s. Like 80s kind of spawned the action movie. Um, so this kind of, because yeah. think about like the 70s were all about like Taxi Driver and the godfather and uh cycle more like psychologically dark deep films but then the 80s was like buddy cop and True. action yeah. so this, just like all the music and fucking energy of the 80s everything got synth. superficial and just like <laughs> it was all about like a coke fueled ride but yeah. think about this schwarzenegger 80s uh stallone 80s yeah yeah um anger hanger <laughs> schwarzenegger stallone yeah. Bruce Willis, all 80s. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, was was uh, what's his face? Uh, Mel Gibson. What's his name? Uh, who does the splits? And was Van it Dan? Claude Van Damme? He would have been late eighties. Bloodsport would have been late eighties. Yeah. yeah. You guys would know because you guys watch Bloodsport. So Bloodsport. Oh, I'd like to do a hold up on Bloodsport. Like put up your dukes, right? It does hold up. <laughs> uh, probably. Stop it. It certainly does. But not. Anyway, anyway, so <laughs> this movie, like this movie, came out at a time where, and I still think to this day, like action movies are influenced by this movie. And if they're not, they they should go back and look at it. Because it's great, it's fantastic. Big scope and scale. Love the um, love the weapons the marine hat the marines have. Oh. Just a little bit futuristic. The pulse rifles, the smart cannon yeah. guns that they have to strap to their body and all that shit. The grenade. The sound on those guns almost um, ties into the sound of the aliens because yeah. those guns have that high pitched wheel, and the aliens also have that like high pitched thing to them. They're oh, like, I never... and the guns are like, Wee! like they wind yeah. up to that high thing. It's and that sound, like that higher pitch sound, tends to like kind of distribute a little more anxiety through your bones. Yeah. And I do get a ton of like stress and tension from those scenes where it's yeah. both aliens and guns just wide open. Like I think that is super pulse pounding. Sound, the sound in design in this movie and the music for yeah. like that. That stuff's awesome for like those action scenes when she's driving the car. Great use of models. Everything's gritty and dirty and sweaty and, and they're like nothing is perfect and pristine. All the, the Marines, their armor is like custom and painted like to what they would be. Like, the, like you just never doubt that this is a like a tight experienced unit who's like seen some shit. Yeah. Uh, and even when they get into the thick of it, they're like mostly professionals except for Hudson, as what, we've talked about before. What did but, you guys think of the confusion for when they were attacked in the aliens kind of hive? And they look through the grate, you mean? No, where where the where the cameras the where the cameras are oh. going all scrambled. They're like, oh oh, get out of here, get out of here, and they're like, yeah yeah. You're kind of getting the perspective from the car, and then I, I like I love that confusion because like it's not. So here's the thing about this movie is that uh, everything looks great, great models, great sets, um, and they they have cool weapons. I believe it was in this movie that they had six alien suits, so they had to make it look like more aliens than that from the six suits, and they had like gymnasts in the suits to to make them all move freaky and they did a lot of wire work for it. Um, but you can't have a ton of scenes of like direct alien attacking groups of people because that would have looked really cheesy. And they tried to make it digital in later Aliens movies and it just looks awful. So I think that scene where you're like assuming there's a bunch of aliens attacking a bunch of people, it just makes it seem more confusing and you feel more helpless by watching it through those monitors. Yeah. And they had taken away their cool guns that which was one of their biggest advantages. And they're like, what are we supposed to use, man? Haas language? And Hicks has the shotgun and they got some pistols and shit like that. So it puts them at that disadvantage. And, and I love I love when they mix back and, and show like that the camera's going out and they're like, somebody answer me. And you don't know what the fuck is happening, but it's, I, he's I love like, it. And he's like, the Sarge is down, the Sarge is down. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Yeah, man. yeah. Yeah, I do too. What the fuck is with that car though? The, the turret slides to the back because the doors don't open high enough. So they designed a <laughs> car, like a fucking tank that has the turret that moves to the back. Like I wish they'd that, use that turret, man. That feels a little over-engineered to me. Yeah. To say the least. <laughs> and yeah. also, why not use that awesome tank car yeah. to fucking defeat some aliens? No, it's true. Pull it back and get the gun going. And oh, that's not, that would have been cool. Set up Actually, a hallway situation been, the same as those turrets. What the if they had had that and out. then when Ripley drives into the alien thing um, and it rips the gun off or something, so at least... At least you'd have an excuse for the they, she could have she could totally have bring, she could have bring the gun back up and they used it to cover the guy's exit that yeah could something cool. like that would have been cool i just wanted to see that in action and 
The same with the uh, the the plane that they ride in on. It unfolds. The wings mm-hmm. unfold, and it's got like all those rockets or missiles. Oh, and if that you want to talk never about in action, the special so. effects, I will say that <clears throat> the dropship model and some of the dropship is not good. Does not, not, not great. Does not look good. No. Like when it's going through the clouds and stuff. I I feel like there's some real shitty special effects yeah. that do not but this up. was mid 80s so yeah, it doesn't take old, me out so. like you, you kind of yeah but i've said time and time again like script always supersedes special effects 100 you can have the worst yeah. special effects and if 100%. the script is solid and the acting is good who cares yeah. yeah so it quickly goes from like all the marines and you're like oh she's like covered and everything and then they have that first encounter and get fucking slaughtered and then they're down to like eight or so um, and then they have to like plan and, and come together and then they have the uh, like the, the, um, the plane, their es- area, their escape gets fucking taken down. The pilot crashes the plane that crashes into their transport. So then they're really fucked. I just think it's all like slow, slow burn brilliance to uh, to get them really into some crazy scenarios with limited weapons to do um, to to uh, to fight against the alien horde. Yeah, I do love that a bunch of people get get killed instantly like yeah. that is awesome because it's um like you're saying you're instantly into the shit right you go from yeah. like kind of like a lot of tension what's going to happen and then people are just slaughtered everywhere and the confusion of the cameras everywhere and like ripley does that that spur of the moment decision to fucking save their lives and stuff like this movie catapults you into the middle yeah and i also love i actually do like newt's character and one of my favorite scenes in this movie is when newt and her have the conversation about monsters i i like i like how honest she is with that kid when the kid is asking questions she's like people say that monsters don't exist but they do and she's like yeah they do yeah like there's there's something really good about that scene i think in the writing the reason why Kevin wanted to have her losing a daughter was because now she's gaining a yeah. daughter with Newt but mm-hmm. you don't need it because she still comes off as a mother yeah no I, I, without I think that's her true. having a daughter yeah and I said I, I don't like kids in movies ne- Newt is one of the least offensive kids I felt like her acting was really good and th- for yeah. the most part she did part. okay I and she moved her. things along she wasn't she wasn't a burden on anyone she was actually more resourceful than some of the soldiers because she knew the station and and that's the thing like the kids that i hate in movies are like um like carl from walking dead that fucking rick grimes kid coral (laughs) what a waste like i couldn't i could not fucking stop wishing that that person would die because they're they're a bore and a burden on the show and the plot but newt actually is good because she's yeah. she doesn't weigh it down she doesn't make me say like what the fuck ever during the movie no which she is saves the thing that them. i hate she saves them she saves them she has the survival techniques and it's only ripley that ever says like this kid survived here by herself like with no weaponry and no knowledge of how to survive yeah she managed to to be the only one right yeah. and so why are we not like asking her or talking to her about ways like mm. no one thinks about using the resource and, Except and, for Ripley. And yeah. also the Bishop character in this is, it, and Ripley's distrust of him and stuff, that, once again, that plays well. Talk about not beating us over the head. There's the one scene with where he offers her some bread and she hits it out of corn his hand. Cornbread, yeah. And then there's... Guess you don't like the cornbread either. There's another scene <laughs> where there's, there's a couple of glances that she looks at him and then there's a scene where she says to destroy all of the aliens and he says that someone else told him yeah, not, not to. to. And that's a tension scene. But then after that, at the end, when she thinks he bailed on her, he shows up. There's no dialogue again, other than like, there's never any dialogue where she says she hates him. It's all, it's all acting. The, the guy explains in the cafeteria what happened to her on that mission. She doesn't say it. Someone else explains it. 
and then she distrusts him, but it's all through visual. Yeah. It's never through her saying, because you, you could have had scenes where she's like, I don't trust you. I don't like you. I don't like androids. Or I don't like artificial people. Never happens. It's just once again, great writing. Great well, and I writing. I like how it's not like, like the, the droid in the first one is evil, right? He's a piece of evil bad Ian Holm. And the one, and Bishop is not, right? Yeah. But you, you think that he's going to be, you lead towards that side. Yeah. She is afraid of him. You are also afraid of him. Because right? of her fear, yeah. And yeah, and he turns out to be a hero. Like, love that. Love that they throw that in there. It's, so there's good. no consistency. It does make it so it's, um, where it's a surprise, right? It's a nice surprise too, because you fucking like Bishop. Like yeah. right when he puts his hand on, uh, on fucking Paxton, and does that knife thing. Yeah. And he's like losing <laughs> his mind about the knife thing. Love that scene. Yeah, but that's also uh, fucking disingenuous. Yeah. <laughs> you know he's not going to miss. They yeah. talk about him doing it. He's done it how many times? He's a fucking computer. Yeah. I know. He does cut himself a little bit, though. A little bit, yeah. Come on. I that's thought you never missed Bishop. But anyway, there's a great... Uh, the you one don't think that was intentional? He hates Paxton, too. The one, <laughs> the one negative thing to come out of of the androids and alien and aliens is that for some reason the last couple of movies that really scott worked on he decided that they'd be more about artificial intelligence than thrillers or horrors yeah and so like he made shitty prometheus and then alien covenant well plus they also had to build the company wayland industries yeah and like, some of the subsequent ones and it, it feels like they like just for some reason somebody decided i don't and i don't know who that like that was more interesting than making aliens movies, but making artificial intelligence movies. I don't know, yeah. but those two movies I like actually despise. Yeah, no. like would never watch again. No, I wouldn't even do a hold up on Prometheus or Alien no. Covenant. No, fuck that. Like I even anything after Aliens. Because like, once again, it's it's a great it's a great little side note in both Alien and Aliens. It's like a it's like a side story, a D story or a C story. But like, I don't know why someone decided to make it like the All main story because um, yeah. it works so well in both those movies. It's subtle. It's just like he was bad in one and he's good in another. And there's the distrust and you can play off that. And, and, and they talk about the how the technology got better and that those were buggy. Yeah. And that that would never happen again. It's like 60 years later. So, yeah. Yeah. So like technology's changed so much. He yeah. didn't have the milk blood, did he? Yeah. He did have the milk he did, blood. Because when he cuts remember. himself and he holds his finger. Oh, you mean in the first one? The first one he had yeah. milk blood. Yeah, no, for he sure. has milk blood. Oh, yeah, when he gets ripped in two. And at, the, yeah. at the end, he has the milk, milk blood, blood coming yeah, out of his mouth. Yeah, the first one I remember. The second one, though, I couldn't remember yeah. if it was milk blood or not. Not yeah. bad for a human. Because when he, cause when he <laughs> gets the alien. Does not compute. Does the, not compute. When the queen spears him, like all of a sudden the milk's coming out of his mouth and then it like yeah. rips him in half with its oh, hands. Oh, you're yeah. right, you're right. That's one of the coolest scenes actually is when yeah. it grabs him with yeah. both hands and just rips him sideways. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. Great visuals in this movie too. And like John said with the grit and like the... Uh, yeah. Yeah, this movie's very The ships gritty. are all great and like... No, it's not like pristine floors and white walls. It's just not how space travel would no. be. There's yeah. a ton of patina on all the shit. Like you can tell that it's kind of got wear on it. It's like you're saying, like no one's walking the halls and, and mopping and yeah, there's no janitor. It's like yeah. just that. <laughs> and it's all steel and, and hard edges and yeah. Great, so, great set design. I mean, like it basically when you have the first one, it couldn't have been intentional because they waited a so long and b like they must have sold the rights to, to James Cameron to do this or something like that. But you see all the eggs in the first one and that might leave you with questions. But really it's only the one alien that they have to deal with and then they leave and it just kind of, that's all you got. And now this one just takes that idea, just that really basic idea, like what if 
those eggs got loose. Um, and then even takes it a step further to what was laying those eggs and answers all those questions in a really, <laughs> in a really neat and fucked up way that just drives you towards oh, this queen. really exciting. Yeah. And then you get the queen and it's like super intense at the end. Like you don't meet the queen until like the last 20 minutes, I think. Yeah. That's the only time that you get an understanding of those aliens go deeper than you thought they did. Cause you thought they were just mindless hunting monsters, monsters. But when she, when Ripley is threatening the eggs and the queen is like realizes it right away and all the other aliens back off too, yeah, yeah that then that. you appreciate that there's intelligence there. Do you know what I mean? Like there, then then you see that there's a strategy. Like those ones yeah. were running through the halls getting the guns, but then meanwhile those other ones were in the top grade, like like um rushing that one scene, right? Like you can yeah. see that that stuff isn't just mindless like coincidence. Now yeah. you start to understand that when the aliens are doing these things, they're doing them calculated. Yeah. And so that is that adds a whole new level uh layer of terror to me. Yeah. No, and, I totally and you realize that it's smart, right? An obstacle, once again, the obstacles and the stakes, um, when you have a movie that has these great obstacles for them to overcome, mm-hmm. like getting back to the ship and getting the drop ship back and surviving the night. And uh and if they don't, they're gonna die on this planet. And then they add to the stakes by saying the whole place is gonna blow up. Yeah. Because of the damaged core or whatever. Yeah. So once again, where they were warned not to use their weapons, but yeah. they did. And the stakes are like so high that like f- for them, they, it's all about like life or death. Yeah. So once again, like you're in like, and when they're like, I, there's a great scene where one of them's like, um, seems like they're kind of down and the other one's like, come on, let's, they're like, let's fucking go and like check the hallways or whatever. And they're like, yeah. you know, so they, there's a great, once again, non spoken, uh, t- stress and tension. Yeah, and the uh, the ticking. One of the great, greatest things with the sound design is the motion sensor in that tape. Oh, it tick. was such a good and smart that, move. Bling, bling, bling. Yeah. and then it's like getting closer and louder and building the tension and just like they established that early. Yeah, basically, totally. And it's more tactile, and and um, they use it like early in the movie to good effect. And then when they're all locked, they've they've welded themselves inside that room, and it's like. They're fucking inside the walls. And like, then you're the not meters. reading it right. And but then that's how they figure out they're above them. And then there's so many up there. It's like, it's like all over the place. It's just so good. It's so well done. Fuck, I never even realized it. So like leitmotif, right? Like, you know, all that stuff. Like Jaws has his, Darth Vader has his. That sound is actually the leitmotif for the aliens. If you think about it, right? That is their, like that is their song. Yeah. What a fucking awesome, I never put that together before, but that is really, really well done. So smart. It's uh, and it's the ticking clock. And then not only do you have the sound from the, the device, Cause it's cause clicking. you, cause it's yeah. like a metronome when they're not there, it's mm-hmm. that tick tick. But then when you, you start hearing the, you seeing the pulsing and then it's the higher pitch then, as they come closer. Yeah. And then the meter has the number on it. And then he's calling out nine meters, eight meters. It's just building tension, building tension, built so great, great movie. By yeah. the end of that, you're just turtle head. I mean, this is true, right? This is why even after like James Cameron's done some things, that, especially recently that I don't appreciate where I still have that little bit of respect for him because like of stuff like this yeah this one filmmaking wise like this movie is like up there yeah even with the they they get away um and the whole facility explodes and they barely escape and you think it's all over and 
usually I don't like those fake endings and then there's more to come, but you just never got good resolution with that mother alien. Like they just got away a little too clean. It was coming up the elevator, but you never see it. And then all of a sudden it's on the ship and then she has to fight it with the loader. I do hate that. Do you? I, the hate. loader is so clunky and whatever. Like it just wouldn't have worked. Like yeah, there's got to be a better way than a me, me. Like you have a fucking precision killing machine and then I have a forklift. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I know, but I, I give him props because, um, I mean, even though he whips this off again in later movies, I, I like the idea that um, they establish the loader and then it's uh, man versus machine. Are, uh, <laughs> because, like, she can't fight the alien because obviously there is... Uh, hand to hand. Never no, but so giving her the ability to fight it in some way, I f feel like is, a, is smart. I, I like I like the loader. I got I, it for me. I don't feel like it's, I mean it doesn't ruin the movie, but no. I feel like it's I don't know. It it just doesn't look like it would be effective to me. Like I that's not what the saying. choice, right? I feel like the way it was directed and the way it looks, it I, it sells it. Once again, we've talked about this in other movies. If it if it looks okay on screen, but like yeah, logically on paper it shouldn't work. And it does right. kind of just end up with that thing like clumsily falling on her, and so that kind of is the the functionality of that thing de defeating the queen was almost like an accident, right? Yeah. Like, I, so it's, I guess I can see it. The fast. only thing I don't, I, I like the loader fight as well, but I, I don't like that she opens the airlock and then is able to climb out. Oh, yeah. Of there. Like, fuck that. Yeah. Never. Yeah. No, yeah. her arms would have come out of her socket. If the alien was just <laughs> trapped under the loader and grabbing at her feet and she's able to climb up and then closes the door and then does the airlock, that mm -hmm. would have been way better. Uh, cause like no one's hanging on or even climbing up with an alien on their feet. Plus the whole sucked out into the, uh, yeah, no, that's a vacuum, my friends. Yeah. And why can you open the airlock from inside the tube, but you can't close it from inside the tube. You can press open from inside the cavity, but, <laughs> but then you, you need to climb out to close that. it. Yeah, I know. I thought of fucking design that. I thought of that as well. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. If you can open it there, you can close it. Yeah. There. It's just, it's a. Uh, I mean, that's a small little thing, but I kind of like when I watch it, I'm always like, why? Why is that fucking made <laughs> And I love when she uh, gets the, uh, gets loaded up with the, she, she duct tapes the flamethrower oh, flame with the gun the pulse rifle, mm -hmm. yeah. and then gets all her gear and then goes in. Oh, I love that scene. I mean, once again, that's, uh, that's the third act where she goes and rescues Newt. Fun and games. The structure, the, structure, <laughs> the structure in this movie is also, once Solid. again, very good. Solid, like, yeah. Everything, everything is where it needs to be, but it, it's not obvious. It just, it, it, it works perfectly. Yeah, mm -hmm. Michael Bean. And I mean, the, the fact that they throw Paul Reiser in as the company man who ends up being a bit of a bad guy and... A bit um, of a bad guy? He tries to kill the he's kid. He's the bad guy. No, it's true. <laughs> it's true. His whole plan. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Yeah. He is the bad guy. John's uh, like, it was just a kid. John earlier was like, I don't care if kids die. John's I can like, kind of see Paul Reiser's <laughs> point. John's like, it's not like he tried to kill a cat or anything. There's a lot of money on the line in scientific research. Come on. Sacrifices must be made. That's right. Um, John would be Paul Reiser. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, like his, like, his I can ending make money. where he's uh, like a <laughs> I, I don't feel comfortable I here mm. anymore John's mm. like it could destroy the earth if but, we get it on there but I'll be rich but not From a dog we're meeting John's, my dogs place. Alone. John's like oh, I'll get security in my building <laughs> um, <laughs> no aliens are getting in there yeah we saw that with the wide open door yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway but Paul Reiser's scene where he um, he like locks them in the room and tries to run away and then gets his at the end that's satisfying uh, yeah I not agree. at the end when they're trying to run away and he mm. Yeah, he's a little pansy. He's locking, locking them out. You got what you deserved. 
So yeah, that's all good too. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't hold up. <laughs> <laughs> we we're talking pretty positively about I this. I think like I would, I would say this is top ten best action movies of all time. Maybe. This is this is a great blending of that close to horror but mostly action uh, genre. I think in turn, if you ever were to have this conversation about sequels that excel over the first, this is one of them. Um, yeah, th this is a great sequel. Like, I love where they took the idea of this and carried it on. I, I actually would love to... S it, because we're getting so many stupid prequels and sequels these days, um, to take a movie that was in one genre and then make a make a, a, a sequel in another genre to kind of take it in that different direction. Like, it almost has nothing to do with the first except for the the aliens themselves. Like, and, and Ripley, she's carrying over. But they don't, like, pull over other characters or other side storylines. It just... They take the movie in the different direction um, with a different tone and, and it's so rare to see and it works so well. The structure's there, the story, the writing, all of the acting, even the small little minute characters, Gorman, the lieutenant, he's like such a, he's just so inexperienced and he craters, but then by the end he comes full circle and him and Vasquez go down and they yeah. have that mutual respect. Like this, you always were an asshole, Gorman. Yeah, <laughs> this just movie's... pop the grenade and they're like, fucking we're done, let's the, go. The writing is so good that even characters like Gorman have a fucking arc. Yeah, like, exactly. Like how great is that? Yeah. And like a small arc. Once again, you don't have to have everyone have like, know much about Same Gorman. Same Bill Paxton other too. Other than Gorman's a little weasel. Yeah, Bill Paxton is like, he's he seems solid and then he falls apart, but then by the end he comes down and he like dies in a blaze of glory. Like that stuff is yeah, awesome. Actually, Ripley is awesome. Both Gorman and Bill Paxton's characters have little arcs. Yeah, Michael Bean's character, he's like stable throughout the whole thing, and but he gets injured at the end. So even though they're going to let him live, he doesn't like save the day. He's just, he's like a, a participant and then it's all up to Ripley to take care of it. And, and he also teaches Ripley like how to use the weapons and he like actually, him and Ripley, and once again, him and Ripley have a little thing. Yeah, they there's hint, a, they there's hint a sexual at tension there that never goes anywhere, but it's a nice little addition. Yeah. You can see Fucking, that they're cut from the same cloth, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, like, you can just, that's what I like about it is that they're, they're the ones that are making it, but they're also the like, they're just, I don't know, there's just no... Um, there's no extra flourish on either of those. They are just exactly who they need to be. Yeah. They there don't is, hook up. They don't promise to get married if they survive. No, yeah. they don't none even, of that bullshit. There's just... He even gives her that device and she's like, I guess we're married now or something like that as a little joke. But there's a little flirtation. Totally. He's like, it doesn't mean we're married or anything. Like, just, yeah. just hold on to this watch. Yeah. So, so talk about not overwriting. I know. Like, such it's fucking good. good writing. It's so good. I know, and once again, uh, there's four or five people credited for story in this, and he wrote the screenplay, so I, I feel like, once again, uh, Cameron had a little help on this, but so we can't give him all the credit, but great no, writing. And great, the same. great directing, great set design, music, um, editing. all the creatures look real, and you don't like see them for long enough that it looks fake, and they have them in a scene and then you have the humans in a scene. So it just never looks cheesy. It all feels like so gritty and real. You're like, you're there with them. The effects are so great on this. I actually read a thing where they were talking about how the execs um, watched like a little bit of the film or whatever. And they were giving them shit because they said that they wasted a bunch of the money that they'd given them for special effects on set design. Yeah. And then they told them, they were like, that's not set. Those are like miniatures and blah, blah, blah. Like that is special effects that you're looking at. And then they were blown away, right? So, like, I think that this movie and that aspect, like, you're talking about set design, but, like, the special effects in this are, um, I think that sometimes you're not giving them the full weight of credit that they deserve because you are, like those guys are, you're assuming that there's something else, right? 
totally the worst special effects in my opinion that really leapt off the screen this time were the uh you know when she's in that space hospital mm. uh in in you know at the beginning of the movie oh yeah yeah so the outside window is clearly some kind of a drawing or poster they oh, laid yeah. across the window really bad and the outside of that space station looked really bad too in space yeah. but it's right in the beginning of the movie and then even the drop ship model with the backgrounds they threw it over top of look bad but once again once you get onto the planet like everything is solid pretty much and there's some stuff like that that i think might look bad but um but once you think about the timing like john was saying before like this is mid 80s so some of that stuff looks a little dated but then if i put myself back there i'm like no that's really solid for the for the technology and the where they were at right? great yeah. it's a great team who this was a huge team effort in so many ways yeah uh, i feel like with like set design cinematography sound mix mm -hmm. um the the uh wardrobe the weapons whoever like was the what do they call the weapons person a a specialist a, a, quarter, a, yeah, like, a technical consultant for that stuff oh, was like, just so good and that was based on the big guns oh one of the best lines in the movie is let's rock yeah let's rock and yeah. then she like unloads with that that gun is based on uh study cameras yeah that has that technology that yeah. rigs the rigs that they use for a study camera where it, it's on the body and you can swing it they That's don't get into a lot of detail though there were alien video games later on where you learned that they have they both have the eyepiece that flips over when they're using those guns because there's like motion tracker technology so those guns are smart guns and they're really heavy so when an alien would move it would actually kind of lock the barrel onto them and you would just be oh, which be... makes them even cooler but they don't even get into that because you just, don't need to you don't it's have a cool time. rig yeah just like focus on like yeah they focus so yeah like fuck this is a great great screenplay guys yeah so i mean and this i don't think anybody's gonna say this movie doesn't hold no this up. movie holds up 100 percent um for many reasons it's like it's like one of the best movies in this in this genre cross genre whatever you want to call it acting sci-fi sci-fi horror movie, action, action monster movie like everything about it it's just the perfect blend and and it's rare to see a movie this good um yeah, it's almost it's yeah. about thirty years old. It <laughs> is unbelievable. Thirty Fucking years, really good so point, good. man. That this movie crosses so many areas and has like it's just such a diverse offering. And it's a sequel. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. come on. If you could, if you can whip off from any movie, like yeah, do this one of this genre, and you want to like steal things, go back. If you're writing a screenplay, and making a movie, go back and steal everything you can from this. Well, think about when we did the first Alien. One of the things that I said about that was that, like, think about how good of a, a sense of tension that they're able to build while like barely ever showing the monster. You see the monster a lot more in this movie, but the tension is never lacking. Like, yeah, they do a good job of building. Uh, just an absolute shit your pants environment when yeah. they do show it yeah. though it like prior to the mother it's very quick clip. yeah Qu three four second but like two I, second clip yeah, whichever just to show you said how that many if you have coming. all of them out there and you're battling like shoot i think it was john saying if you're like shooting them and there's all the aliens in the in the room like attacking you it'll look bad and i think that that's kind of what you're pointing at now right is that it's it's just little snippets little yeah. bing, bing 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 like really good editing directing combo keeps with it clean yeah, and just makes it. Um, you, you're never, you're never seeing it long enough to like pick up any kind of a flaw. True that. With the alien. So you heard it here. Aliens. Three holds up. Everyone. Three holds up. Thumbs up all yep. across. Right yep. on. Watch it, folks. I love it. You will love it, and we love you. Talk to you next time, everybody. Bye bye. Geiger. 
Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.